The phenomenon of refugees has always existed, but today it is better known because of social differences, hunger, political tensions, and especially war. For these reasons, migratory movements are intensifying, he said. What is the answer the world gives? The policy of waste, he continued. Refugees are waste material. The Mediterranean has been turned into a cemetery. The notorious cruelty of some detention centers in Libya touches my heart. The Christian tradition has a rich evangelical experience in dealing with the problem of refugees. We also remember the importance of welcoming the foreigner as the Old Testament teaches us, he said. Well, I, I can say, I, I, Herod never came to mind no, I don't think, when I think of Trump. I don't think Herod is the right analogy. I, I, don't, I do disagree with Trump's decision to separate families. I think that whoever gave him that advice, you know, whatever counselor came up with that, it was, that's atrocious and it, to me it's unthinkable. But uh, that's not like Herod, no, not in a long shot. If, if anything, I thought he was going to uh, address the abortion issue. Because <laughs> that would be more like Herod. Right. Because know. Herod killed. Yeah, yeah, I was playing attention to that in those days. And, you know, <laughs> I, can, I can understand if he had said that, but separating people is more like uh, when Nebuchadnezzar took people and, you know, from their homeland or, you know, separated. Like Jeremiah? Right. You know, and put them in a different land, and then they had to live there. Right, and then, you know, separated the families and the children and things like that. And I, I, and I, I don't uh, agree with it, but I, I most certainly would not have been that particular comparison. And then I don't know if I would, I would fault Trump completely for drugs coming right. into the country. Well, I, I don't think... from Mexico, you know, this, this is another thing, too, you know? They have any drugs coming in from all over not just in the United States. I'm pretty sure uh, Rome has its problems with drug addiction, just like any other uh, nation, you know. It, it, it's prevalent all over the place where people are numbing themselves, whether it's with alcohol or whether it's with, you know, herbal substances, or whether they get it from plants. But there's always going to be a black market always. for drugs, a black market for guns, uh, right. you know, but the very thing that they try to pass laws for to keep they out, to stop, somebody. it's never going to stop. Right, somebody's going to want it, and if somebody wants it, then you've created a, a, a market for it. you created a, a need for something, desire for something, somebody's going to try to supply it. Mm -hmm. Supply and demand, that's what it's about. Right. And people think that, you know, it's fast money. It is fast money. If you don't get caught. Well, you don't get caught, it's fast money. You know, but the, the people who make their living like that, it's like they don't have... It's nothing that lasts to show for it. I mean, you have fancy cars and homes and things like that, but it's like uh, it's like things are going to pass away. And it passes quickly because, see, the Lord says, when wicked, when they prosper like that, they spread like a bay tree. The Lord says it comes fast. And this is what uh, sometimes when saints take their eyes off of the Lord, they put their eyes like David did on the wicked. He said he almost fell doing that. He almost. He almost lost out looking at how the wicked seem to prosper. That that period of time when they when they look like they're rooted and like uh, the Bible said, it looks as if they don't suffer like other people. It looks like their children do better. Uh, and like everything they put their hands to seems to prosper. When people start looking at that, the way the wicked, but the Lord says, and just like some trees, you know, there's some trees.
trees that take a long time to mature, and then there's some trees that spring up right away and they just blossom. He said, well, the wicked are like a bay tree. They just spring up and they, the branches are spread out. He said, but as quickly as they do that, the Lord uproots them. So it doesn't matter. They can make millions, just like this, this one drug lord that they just taken into custody. They can make billions and feel like they're untouchable. But it's not man that brings them down. God brings them down. Mm -hmm. It's not man that undercuts them. The Lord does. It also com comes to mind of that scripture in uh, Proverbs 13 and uh, 11 where it says, Wealth gotten by vanity shall be diminished, but he that gathereth by labor shall increase. Right. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter that it seems as if the wicked are getting away with everything and that they don't seem to get sick. They say, don't seem to suffer like anybody else. The Lord will cut them down at the peak, at the height of their success. I don't think, I, I don't know if he really, if Trump really feels like refugees are waste material either. I don't, I don't know. I don't know, and I don't know if it's about like all people calling them waste material. I don't know about waste material. Well, he's talking, well, he's he saying something about like, garbage. I know he's saying about, what was it, hating that kind of asshole countries and stuff right. like that. Yeah, so. he's coming short. Yeah, it's always countries of color. Yeah, his, his little... Uh, bias and the racist slip is showing, you know, uh, he, he pull it up a little bit, but the, it's definitely showing, but he only speaks to me out loud what a lot of the others say in secret or, you know, behind closed doors. I mean, this cannot be something that's just uh, special to him, that's unique to him. I do not believe that. I believe that what they've done though, because he has, he has generated so many enemies, they make it a little common. Well, sometimes he just makes public on his own. I mean, you know, he, he sometimes he can't even prevent himself from using profanity in a regular speech. I mean, it's just like he goes, he has a senior moment, and he just like forgets he's addressing yeah, he, the nation. He, he never, uh, he just say what he feel when he feel it. Right, and the Lord said a fool does not bridle his tongue. A fool knows no discretion, and he, he just shoots with it off the top of his head, and that's not, that's not good. But he's from that generation. So the things that he says, his prejudices, his racism, it's not unique to him. It's just that we, he's more apparent with it. You know, so he does not value countries where for people who are uh, of color, predominantly of color. They're just he just feels like they're just inferior. That's just the way it is. And he has But then in many, many people feel that it's way. It's not many unique. people it's not feel unique. that way and they don't say anything at all. Well, you well you just take people with a grain of salt because you only know them by the fruit, and if the fruit is rotten, then they're rotten. And I'm thinking that he he might have good intentions, but really, unless you yield yourself to the Lord, unless you humble yourself, anything that you set to do without considering the Lord, acknowledging the Lord, it has to come to nothing. All right, moving on. Enough about Trump. I was sent this article uh, from ChristianHeadlines.com, and it's um, Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, was the most popular Bible verse of 2019. Really? Says you version. Now, Y-O-U, V-E-R-S-I-O-N. It's an app that you can get. It's a free app. And um, it reads, according to the U version, 
don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Um, basically, it says that. Um, the Bible U version, which is the free Bible app that launched in 2008, it grew by 50 million unique installs this year. And since its launch 11 years ago by Life Church, Life.Church, version has been installed 400 million times around the world. The majority of the 400 million installs have taken place outside of the United States. Poland, for example, saw a 75% increase in installs this year. India experienced 51% more engagement on UVerse compared to 2018. So the YouVersion app offers 2,000 Bible versions in more than 1,350 languages. And they say our desire is to help people grow in their relationship with God by encouraging them to read the Bible and seek Him every day. We encur we're encouraged to see so many people turning to the Bible in response to their worries, remembering what God has done in their lives and choosing to trust in His faithfulness. The most popular Bible verse in 2018 was Isaiah 41.10. Don't be afraid. Basically what it says, don't be afraid for I am with you. Don't be discouraged for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. It is just odd. It was Isaiah what? 41.10. Okay, so it says fear, fear thou not. For I am with thee, be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee, yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Which sounds a whole Not different, different, but you know, there are, I, I guess, yeah. I didn't know there were like 2,000 Bible versions. Then Philippians 4 and 6, the most popular one reads, Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Yeah. So maybe it's just me, but I just see the power and enjoy things in God's word when it's put with such force. It's not wishful thinking, it's not casual thinking. It's going before God and pouring your heart out to the Lord and letting your petitions be known. And there's no shame in that. You know, some people, you know, try to dumb down their their blessings or their zeal for the Lord, you don't have to, as long as you're not done in ignorance, you don't have to dumb down your zeal to let everybody know, I'm on fire for the Lord. You know, I have, a, I have a thirst for his word. I have a thirst for the Lord. I have a thirst for understanding. I have a thirst for wisdom. I want to know the truth. And there's no shame in it. And, you know, you just don't have to apologize for it. Because I want to know the Lord and all his goodness in the fullness of holiness, in the beauty of holiness. I wonder how they can tell. I wonder yeah. how they can tell which verse is the most popular. I mean, because if you install the app and you're reading your version of the Bible. Right. Well, maybe they check maybe it through they the, check the, 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 the search, how many times it's searched right. a particular in their database. Yeah. And, and I don't know what makes it more popular. It's probably more popular in a region. Like, say, for instance, you have a population of a billion people and they're doing the searches. And that might be the most popular in that area. In a country. Right, in that particular country, because you mm -hmm. might have a verse in the United States that maybe a million people in India would probably say, 
make an inquiry on the verge of maybe only 100,000 say in the United States. So to me, it's, it, it's uh, proportional. It depends on your population and what they make an inquiry on. It doesn't necessarily mean that just because a, a million people did it, it's more popular for them, maybe in their culture, than it would be, say, in Europe or somewhere else. So I, when they come up with, with statistics, I, I just I take it with a grain of salt because if you take numbers and based upon what how they set things up, they can say just about anything. Just like they say, oh, we have we caught this on video, we got live footage. <laughs> I, to me, that's the least reliable of evidence, video or pictures. Why is that? Because people tamper with it. People. You know, but I mean, if you see something through your video doorbell. Yeah, but I mean, it's so easy, like the person saying, well, you know, well, they did go to the moon. This is just an example of how I feel about when people come up with videos. And the person said they were able to... Photoshop it and cut They were able to duplicate the, whatever the, what the person saw the moon. That's why I don't believe it. That's because if you're able to duplicate it so that it looks just as real as the actual footage, people, they do things like that all the time. Oh, look at this photo. Look. This person, take a close look, you know, it's a time travel. That's about how they get there. Somebody put that in there. <laughs> look at this person, it's an animal. It's got a pig head, a dog's body, you know, and flippers like a seal. <laughs> like a seal. And, you know, they just take things and throw things together. And people are going, wow, look at that. Thinking, come on. Anyway. <laughs> You're that foot, that uh, basketball player. Steph. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> NBA basketball player for the Golden State Warriors. Oh, okay. He believed that that uh, man didn't be on the moon either. <laughs> yeah, he changed his tune yeah. after a while because they invited him to the... They invited him to NASA to mm -hmm. actually see what took place. Yeah, right. Like he knew what he was looking at. You know, <laughs> I, I, really, people tell you so anything, you know. But then the thing comes on the scene. That's one of his... Uh, one, one of his tools, one of his qualities. Latter-day deception. Deception and, you know, demonstrating that he, as if he's all-powerful, calling fire down from heaven. Huh. All right. So, you know, there's been a lot of talk about Kanye West and Joel Osteen. Somebody sent me this wow. article from ChristianHeadlines.com. Well, you know, Joel Osteen has a mega church in Texas. And I guess... Kanye West is teaming up again, and, you know, Joel Osteen, I understand, has this, I don't know how often it is, I don't know if it's like once a month or whatever, he has a night of hope, um, uh, night of hope, and he goes to different cities around the United States or, or wherever, so on May 2nd, he's going to have a night of hope at Yankee Stadium in New York City, and it's got a seating capacity of about 55,000. And um, so Kanye West and Joel Osteen are teaming up to host this massive evangelical event. And Osteen, O-S-T-E-E-N. They have problems. And Kanye West definitely has a need to be seen. I don't know if it's a can't call it the Napoleon complex, but he definitely has a complex. Yeah. <laughs> he needs to be recognized, and he needs, you know, the Lord says that a person should not 
it to himself. I mean, if people don't do it for him, he can do it for himself. I just think that. Uh, so this is interesting. In order to go to this night of hope, uh, this is popular. You have to go. You have to get tickets ahead of time, and you have to pay fifteen dollars. And I, I would imagine, from what I understand, I think they do a lot of good things when they go into those particular cities to hold the night of a uh, hope event because they come in, uh, they contact all the churches around the, in, in that city, and then they ask the the mayor and, and every. What do they need, and and they the city what the, they can do for the city, and then they send out a whole team of volunteers that will go and help and build or do do things, you know. Uh, what kind of things? And I whatever the city needs. Well, I mean, I hope they come here to make them fix the road. You tell them, you know, you got some big potholes. You know, we're worse than Boston. Tell them, you know, come here and. Well, anyway, I, I, and I don't know, maybe they, that's how they pay for the seating or something, for the stadiums or whatever that they're in. So anyway, it's going to be TMZ reports that the event is slated for May 2nd. Tickets for Osteen's previous events have cost around $15, though the price is likely to be hyped up now that one of the world's most famous rappers is taking the stage, too. He's a rapper. Yeah, rapper and producer. Okay. So since he's become increasingly vocal about his faith in recent months, um, I guess I, he feels like God's calling him for a long, has been calling him for a long time. And um, he said the devil has been distracting him for a long time. And, and he has a tendency to puff himself up a bit. Oh, <laughs> yes, he does. So anyway, that's May second. If you're in the uh, New York area, uh, Yankee Stadium for May second. I don't know what the tickets are going to be. So somebody else sent me this article. You know, I I, I don't get to see the Hallmark Channel uh, because I don't have cable, but. When I go someplace and a person has cable, I like some of those movies, especially they're silly movies, I suppose, at Christmas time, especially now, every day. It almost seems like 24-7 they've got these Christmas movies out. Oh, oh yeah. You know, and so... I, I saw one I wanted to see. You know, normally I don't hmm? I saw one that I wanted to see. I said, that's a movie. Normally I don't, but I saw one. <laughs> what was that? Can you remember? I wish that there would be no Christmas. Well, there's um, quite a few on, on non-cable stations, um, but they repeat the same ones over and over. Golden Christmas, a star for Christmas, a you know Christmas reunion, and then it's like you've seen it over and over, year after year, you know. But anyway, the CEO of the Hallmark Channel's parent company says the network is open to movies about same-sex couples, although he didn't say, he did not say that anything is in the works. So he said that Hallmark Channel has grown more diverse in recent years with African-American leads and stories about Jewish couples. And um, so I guess they're going to try to incorporate stories about same-sex couples at Christmas. 
The fossil was discovered in Rio Negro province of Argentina, and it belonged to a creature called a Nahash. The creature had two hind legs, and experts estimated the fossil to be about 100 million years old. And so this Genesis story of the fall gives the account of Adam and Eve eating the forbidden fruit from the tree as a knowledge of good and evil. But I don't know how they, they could tell that that had been a serpent and it had legs. I, I, I don't know either, but I, I, this man is weird. Yes, praise the Lord and let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Today's verse of the day comes from 1 Chronicles 16 and 8. Give thanks unto the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the people. Now, ain't God all right? God Thank is all right. Praise the Lord. Last week's food for thought was, what will the Lord do for those that love him? And the answer is, preserve them. That answer can be found in Psalm 145, verse 20, which reads, the Lord preserveth all them that love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. This week's food for thought is, from where do you get your strength? Hint, the Bible. And that's food for thought.